Hello and welcome to the Eternity Project podcast. My name's Esther Corrigan and I'll be your host along with my husband, Matt. Eternity Project is a UK-based Catholic ministry sharing the teaching of St John Paul II's Theology of the Body. We really believe that this teaching can change hearts, change lives, change families and even change society as a whole. In today's episode, we're looking at original unity and how we can make a gift of ourselves to each person we meet, whether that be your spouse of 50 years or whether that be the shop assistant at the supermarket checkout. Let's get into today's episode. So in our last podcast, we were so blessed to hear some amazing wisdom from Gemma Wildsmith on how we can really enter into the text and and start to to read it in a way that becomes more understandable and becomes a way that that impacts our hearts as much as our heads. Hmm. But today we are digging back into the original text. So you might remember that two podcasts ago, so the last time we were in this text itself, we were looking at original solitude. So that being one of the three elements to our original existence as humanity. So the three things that we're talking about here and that John Paul is talking about is original solitude, original unity and original nakedness. So following on from that idea of original solitude, so our time spent alone with God to fully understand ourselves and fully understand him. The next thing that we're going to look at now is original unity. So Matt, what does that idea of original unity actually suggest? Yeah, so we're looking at Jesus' conversation with the Pharisees. And in that conversation, Jesus quotes Genesis. Always bring it back to Genesis. In that, we read that it says, A man leaves his father and mother and unites with his wife, and the two become one flesh. And so it's in that unites one flesh, those key bits there, that we're really seeing this understanding of, of, of original unity. So that's really where that comes from. So when you mentioned there the story of Genesis, so we're going back, well, John Paul is taking us back, right, to the creation of man and woman. Mm-hmm. And I think a, you know, a really important thing that comes from that is when we hear or when we read about the creation of Eve, which is um, you know, where this unity is possible from, we hear that Eve was created from the rib of Adam. Yeah. Now, Mark Hart, who is um, an incredible theologian over in the States, he makes a really good point that God could have created Eve from any bone in Adam's body. So he could have created her from part of his skull, which would indicate kind of she's superior over him. He could also have made her from, you know, a bone from his foot. So he has dominion over her. He has mm. authority over her. She is inferior to him. But the fact, or he suggests the fact that God chose to create Eve from Adam's rib is something that right from the beginning of that creation tells us about their complementarity. Mm. Um, and it's also really interesting that Adam actually himself recognizes his equality with her. And we see that in his joy when he says at his first meeting with Eve, bone of my bones, flesh of my flesh. He is just overwhelmed with that joy to meet a creature like himself. And he, it's not here is a creature that I can rule over and it's not here as a creature that's going to tell me what to do. Mm. It's here as a creature that is bone of my bones that is completely equal to me in the dignity that we have as humans. Yeah. We we read and we, we talked about this a few weeks back, didn't we, about, about that idea of bone of my bone. It's it's Adam's expression of complete 
joy, mm. complete excitement in seeing Eve and seeing her perfection, and 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 he sees her as like the pinnacle of humanity, and you know he's just really, you know, um, just like blown away by her. Mm. And he sees her as as his equal, equal in dignity, uh, but also a suitable helpmate. Helpmate isn't a brilliant word, but it's perhaps <laughs> the best the best we can do in English. It makes her sound like you know she's just sort of a, a helpful friend or something. <laughs> but it's much the, the, you know the, the the Jewish language is so much more deeper than that. Yeah, biblical scholars would tell you anyway, yeah. which we're not. So we're going to leave that bit there. As a wife, I'd like to think I'm more than just a helpful You're friend. You're definitely more than just a helpful <laughs> friend. I have many helpful friends, <laughs> but none of them are, are quite as as um, as wonderful, beautiful, there and amazing as There we go. Well you. done. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, John Paul goes on and he, he describes that, that moment, uh, that creation of Eve um, and that unity that they experience. He describes that as a communion of persons. Mm. He talks about it as an existence of one person for the other you know they both exist to to complete each other to fulfill each other and it's when they they do that that they become the image of god as well as through their own humanity that we were talking about last Mm -hmm. time in their solitude Mm -hmm. but it's when they're together they become that image of god we were talking about this and we were thinking about this image of um of like two jugs full of water and they're sort of pouring out one into the other and they're so they're completely giving themselves to the other but at the same time being filled up by the other as well and it's that kind of two um, reciprocal reciprocal jugs sort of completing each other that 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 indicates that that communion of persons and okay we're not saying that that men and women were there to complete the other to fulfill each other in ways that only god can absolutely not only god truly fulfills us as we were talking about Mm. with the original solitude but through that 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 total gift of self we we fulfill and and complete each other and and sort of build our community together Mm. and it's yeah i think that word community that you've used there is really important because john paul even says um one could also use the term community here if it were not so generic. This is where he's talking about the communion of persons. So we're not just talking about the communion of man and wife. We're talking about the communion of persons in community. And yeah, he makes the point that the word community is weak in its description of what communion of persons truly is. Mm. But actually that reality of the communion of persons, of the, the giving of one to the other, is just as true in community as it is in marriage. So, you know, that existence of one person for the other. You know, Matt and I met as part of Zion community. So we were living in a Christian, in a Catholic community, um, doing missionary work. And something that was so important in our lives there was that people shared this understanding that our existence in that community was for each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and that analogy that Matt was sharing is not foolproof because realistically we couldn't be pouring jugs into each other but in terms of our spiritual reality it's about giving totally of ourselves with the the sense of trust that we're not going to be losing something of ourselves we're not going to be burnt out because other people are going to be doing the same for us at the same time to fill us back up Mm. we've seen um you know a good example of that kind of complementarity of, of of one making up for what the other lacks in our own marriage mm. over the lockdown we decided to take on the uh, the marriage course which is a, a f- it's a free course run by the yeah it's free HTV. online at the moment we yeah. recommend it yeah run by HTV in uh in in london holy trinity brompton 
makers of the Alpha course as well. Fantastic, amazing resource. Uh, really recommend it to our, any of our listeners who are uh, who are married. They do a do they do an engage? One yeah, well. they do. They have like a pre-marriage, pre-marriage course. Well. Yeah, yeah. Really recommend. The resources are absolutely fantastic, uh, and we we took that on, and it really brought home to us some of our differences and some of our similarities, mm. some of the ways that we um, we make up for the other when we face difficult situations. And in particular, we were talking about money, as as uh, Esther will will confirm um, that she's very much like a natural saver, and I'm more of a spender, not in a you know. Like a spend thrift kind of way, I don't just you know blow money on whatever. I'm tight, um, but 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 yeah, for me it's natural if there's a need to spend money on it and to to spend good money on on some things. I don't see the point in buying cheap things or, or uh, you know being um, restrictive in in our money if we need to spend mm-hmm. good money. But those are two kind of opposite ways of thinking. But actually, we we make up for what each other lacks. You know, mm-hmm. if if our car is is broken and it needs fixing it's something that i tend to go and sort out because yeah. typically it involves spending a lot of money but but yeah, that's no, a, like, a good thing the, the thing is that <laughs> paying that bill would be anxiety provoking for me yeah because i feel the need to be saving and and saving is something that i bring to our marriage because mm. it, it means that we then have savings accrued yeah. but then if there's that pot of money that needs to be spent matt's view of um of boxing certain things in terms of finances he would think of it more as well that money needs to be spent on that bill Mm. so it's not anxiety provoking to spend that because that money wasn't for anything else Mm. anyway Mm. so he um blesses me in that sense by being the one to go and take on the physical payment Mm. um, and pay the bill when i just would not be comfortable doing something like that yeah and and so yeah hopefully that's a perhaps a clear image of Mm. of that complementarity and what in at at work yeah yeah absolutely so this is where we come on to perhaps a topic that you might have been expecting from the beginning with this idea of original unity one of the ways that we do see that unity manifested is through the sexual union the two become one flesh the two become one flesh absolutely and john paul does talk about this we, we talked in a very first podcast about the fact that theology of the body is not just sexual education it's about education of of who we are as a whole person mm. But the fruitfulness that comes from that sexual union is a sacramental way that that our unity with each other can image God. Mm. So what we mean by sacramental is that the visible reflects the invisible. Mm. And it's it's grace giving. Yeah, absolutely. So that physical union of two people gives us as a visible way to understand and to live out the unity of the Holy Trinity Mm. of God, the Father, Son and Holy Spirit. It's that quote, isn't it? The one that we hear a lot about when when people are talking about theology of the body. The body and it alone Mm. is capable of making the invisible visible, the the spiritual and the divine. Absolutely. Um, And John Paul actually says, when they become one flesh, man and woman rediscover every time and in a special way the mystery of creation, thus returning to the union in humanity that allows them to recognize each other reciprocally and to call each other by name as they did the first time. Wow. So yeah, it's absolutely incredible. Wow. But you know, what he's saying there is that in every sexual act, there's a reminder for us and a, a deeper revelation of the creation of man and woman in the image and likeness of God. Mm. So in, in a sense, what we have here is not that theology of the body is to teach us about sex, but that sex is to teach us about the importance and the meaning yeah. of our bodily reality and our bodily selves yeah and so 
I was going to say we don't want to limit our understanding here, but I mean, how could that possibly be a limit? Mm. Like, the, you know, that's um, that's such a massive way of, of looking at Absolutely. it. But equally, um, when we talk about this unity, we're not just talking about sex and marriage. You might be sat there thinking, well, I'm not married mm. or I'm I'm a, a single lay person or I'm in a dating relationship. And, and so what, what does this mean for me? Well, it absolutely is important for you as well. It, it's so important to, that, we, that we are united with our, our brothers and sisters in Christ um, and that we are in at, you know, at one with uh, the world around us, that we're doing and understanding ourselves in relation to others and that we are a, a, a being for, for other people. Mm. It's, you know, it's a way of seeing ourselves and seeing the other, truly seeing them for, for who they are, for not what they can give or what they can do. And, and and seeing that person as a as a as a as a gift, and mm. seeing myself as a gift that I can give away to others. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, in all of this, we are we're acknowledging the fact that we're not in this original reality. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's impossible for us to be. Yeah. Um. But we are in a position where we have the potential to to rediscover some aspects of that reality in our own selves mm. and in our own lives. So bearing in mind that that we don't live in that that perfect, that ideal world, there are obstacles to us making that complete gift of self that we've talked about. So the question that we want to leave you with for your reflection today is, what is it that stops us making a gift of self? What is it that stops us from from fully giving of ourselves for the good of other people? Thank you so much for listening. I hope that has blessed you in some way. Make sure you head over to our website, eternityproject.co.uk to get signed up to receive updates about new content that we'll be releasing. We have a load of blogs, spiritual reflections on theology of the body being released regularly, so go and check that out. Also, please give us a five-star rating and get subscribed on whatever podcast app you use. And please remember to share it with your friends and family. Until next time.